Hello again and welcome to another episode of Volcano Radio. I am uh, Matt Driscoll, the Weekly Volcanoes editor. I am joined by the Reverend Adam McKinney. Hi, everybody. Steph DeRosa, who's, uh, yep, she's here. Uh, Bandito Betty is, is here. She's not on, she's eating right now. She's not on. Hello. That sip, she's here. Um, and, and we're back for, an, uh, for another week. We've returned. For another week of uh, Volcano this, Radio. Is this our 19th episode? Um, I think it is. One. 18th, I'm here. Oh, Eight, that was good, though. It was right. close. Pretty close. Uh, although, on the Price is Right, you would have been over. So, <laughs> And we always go by Price is Right rules. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, another big show this week, if yeah. I don't... Uh, don't don't say so myself um do you i do okay i just did in fact um it's uh saint patrick's day this uh this saturday oh yeah we've got got that coming up uh and and in in honor of saint patrick's day we have the one and only doug Mackey coming in to talk about uh thank you steph god excuse me (laughs) also in honor of saint patrick's day steph will be burping all episode long absolutely sorry um doug Mackey's coming in to talk about his uh his band mr black watch who is uh playing o'malley's on saint patrick's day one of the essential places to play on uh, St. Patrick's I was wondering Day. for what reason we were graced with his presence. Yeah, today. it's really, I mean, we're saying it's because he's he's got a show, but really, we're just, we're just, it's you know. Because why not? We're just pulling stuff out. Yeah. You know, he, he offered to come in. I said, hell, anytime you get Doug Mackey oh, in heck here, yeah. you, you, you bring him in. One of my top five favorite people in the top whole world. Top five. Mm-hmm. Top five. That's, Let's count him down. Number five. Oh gosh! Or no, uh, we'll no. save it for later. We'll All save. Right. It. Let me think okay. about that. That's another show. That's a whole another show. Okay. Um. So in addition to Doug Mackey, we've got uh, Bendito Betty here, who's mm-hmm. still eating. Don't worry about getting on mic. But it is her yeah. birthday today, from yes. what I understand. And this is sort of like uh, she's enjoying a nice crudite. Right. This is like you know when the Make a Wish Foundation offers a, a sick and dying <laughs> child uh, a chance. This Bendito Betty for her birthday wanted to come in and be. So on we're we're like Mean Joe Green or something, so it's, and it's, we're visiting a dying child. Much who is like Bandito that. Betty. Much like that. Okay. We're we're making dreams come the coach true. Of Gonzaga, yeah. Apparently. So, Did you guys uh, read that? <laughs> He's very giving. Yeah. Uh, and then we've also got a movie piss buzz this week. We, Christopher Wood is back, and he mm-hmm. speaks with uh, the co-founder of the National Film Festival for Talented Youth, uh, whose name is Jesse Harris. And uh, he wrote about him this week, and he will be uh, interviewing him on the movie Biz Buzz. That, that's our NPR section of the show. That is. Yes. That's when, that's when Chris goes all professional on that ass. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, just blows us out of the water. But mm-hmm. other than that, we'll just be we'll just be winging it. Um, yeah, why not? Adam, you're wearing green today. You got any big St. Patty's Day plans? He always wears that. Uh, it's either that, that or the um, maroon one. He's got like mm-hmm. three sweaters. Or beige. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, boy, I'm nervous about St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it's it's like New Year's Eve. There's a lot of amateur drunks out mm-hmm. and about, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, can can lead to terrible things. Uh, any big plans, or are you just laying low, trying to avoid the? You know, I, I'll probably just yeah hang out with friends. I don't really want to hit a bar. That sounds horrible. Yeah, right? yeah. I I mean, it is. It is. I mean, right. Steph, I what, what are you what no, are you doing? I back you up a hundred percent. Yeah, right. Crazy overdone like Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. and where it's just like that's a holiday and and you're all you do is drink. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. You're right. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I just stay away. Yeah. Scary. I drink all the other days of the year. I don't. You know. You don't need a holiday for that. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. I don't yeah. need someone to tell me to drink. Absolutely not. Let alone a snake hating the saint or something. Isn't that what he did? Drove out the snakes. I don't know. I don't know the history on it, man. Well, you're Irish. He wasn't you, even you a bragging saint. About you know it. what? He wasn't, wasn't even a saint. About it. I looked it up one time. He Are was, you really? He's not even a saint. What was his deal? Just a dude. Just pro pro drinking, dude. It's, yeah, don't get me started. Uh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so big show, like I said. I don't think anybody can. After hearing all that, I don't think anybody can argue <laughs> with the fact that we've got a, a huge show. No way. Um, do you have some music for us, Adam? I to, do. To get going with what we got. Uh, well, first we have uh, the, one of the bands that we're covering in the, this week's paper. It's Learning Team with MLK. You're all I've got And if I follow you I'll just end up lost I'll end up in a tree Seeing all that I could see I won't come down Until the city lights Disappear from me Now 
get out, get active. Here's how. Brought to you by the Weekly Volcano's comprehensive South Sound live local music listings. Available every week in print and online at weeklyvolcano.com. Here's a look at what's shaking in the clubs this week. listening on nwczradio.com it's cool <laughs> steph's getting a call maybe you're listening on nwczradio.com maybe you've uh, found us on volcanoradio.com or just you know the- i'm i'm consistently impressed by how professional we are yeah you know yeah. blows me away every week top-notch stuff we do here it's the it's all the podcasting training that uh, mm-hmm. weekly volcano pro- weekly volcano absolutely we, we have the uh, learning annex seminars yeah, uh baits, tw- those twice baits a month classes yeah, yeah. um we uh we leave no stone unturned in our in our uh you know search and quest for greatness. Yeah, in between classes at Sylvan. Absolutely. You know. Um we do we do a lot, Man, a lot of continuing education. You're not education. wearing glasses. What? I know I forgot them today. It's kind of effed How up. How do you forget your glasses? Yeah. Well, you know, I've only been wearing glasses for like a year or a year and a oh, half. Really? So it's it's kind mm. of a it's kind of a new thing. Were you too uh-huh. cool before it or no, my has I- your eyesight deteriorated? Uh, option B. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting older. Um, You're so I old. Oh, okay. I can see less than I used what to be. What year were you to. born? 1980. That's what I thought. Oh, 1980. Wow. Yeah. Sorry to. Bandito's almost older than everybody. Yeah. Whoa, really? Except for me. <laughs> it is Bandito Betty's birthday. How, how old are you now? I am 25 years old. Really? Shit. That is fantastic. Wow. 35 years old. Spry. Spry twenty uh, thirty five is the new twenty five as I hear. That's what I heard. I read that in uh, GQ. Yes, yeah. Uh, Vogue, Vanity uh, Fair, <laughs> Maxim uh, <laughs> on a picture. Uh, so we've got a, we've got Chris Wood coming up with the movie Biz Buzz. Before we go much further on this uh, twenty five is the new thirty five tangent. Uh, yes. This week on the on the on the website he spoke with the, one more thing, Matt. Oh, you want to talk about the music, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. We just yeah, played a song. Go ahead. Uh, it was uh, Second Avenue by the Stumblebum Brass Band. Now, go ahead. Yes. Um, Christopher Wood. He did a movie biz buzz this week. He spoke with uh, Jesse Harris, who is the uh, the co-founder of the National Film Festival for Talented Youth, or uh, NFFTY, for uh, wow. <laughs> those those playing at home. <laughs> oh, sure. The Nafty. Yeah. Oh. Love Nafty. Yeah. That's um, it so it's a pretty cool deal. You can read all about it on our uh, on our website, weeklyvolcano.com, The Spew, our, our, our blog, or, uh, or, well, you know, even better, you can listen to this audio portion of it right here, right now. That's a great idea. That's fantastic. Wonderboy, why don't we cue that up? It's Chris with Movie Buzz. If you're on internet radio and looking for the most cinematic, non-alcoholic buzz, bam, 
You found it. Back once again at Movie Buzz HQ, Puyallup's beautiful Liberty Theater. And as you probably know, springtime is coming and all the film festivals are, are in full bloom. So we got Seattle International Film Festival in May and a few others this summer. But I want to talk about one in particular with my guest this evening, Jesse Harris, co-founder and artistic director of the National Film Festival for Talented Youth, or NIFTY for short. So... Uh, first of all, Jesse, uh, kudos on that acronym. It just it just works out <laughs> so beautifully. How did that happen? Did you come up with that? Uh, yeah, I think you know it was just we were throwing out names, and we kind of decided you know let's let's not just make this about Seattle. Let's make this something bigger. So we wanted to be the national or international youth film festival. And I think we just started putting letters together and realized, wait, this one spells out nifty. Let's let's go with that. That sounds good. Nice. <laughs> so you had kind of high hopes for this festival from the get-go. Yeah, totally. I mean, the festival showcases films from directors who are 22 and younger, and they come from all over the country and all over the world. So we have a huge showing of, of local filmmakers who get in every year, who beat out other filmmakers from all over. But the film, the festival really showcases the best from around the world. So, yeah, we, you and I just met face-to-face, -face, you know, two seconds ago. So uh, I know uh, you are a born and bred denizen of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what motivated you to start Nifty, and and how basically you know someone like you goes about building a festival from scratch. Sure, yeah. So I'm uh, 26 years old right now, and uh, I, yeah, I grew up in Seattle. I, uh, I've always basically known I wanted to be a filmmaker. When I was a little kid, basically eight years old, I found my neighbor's like old VHS camera, and... Uh, started just making a little movie with it and basically from that point on I knew like this is really what I want to do so uh, in middle school and high school I'd make little films and then later in high school I kind of realized okay I really want to be a director like I need to make a feature film like well I don't even know need to go to film school like I already know kind of what I'm doing I yeah. just need to go out there and do a film so I, uh, I I went to my parents and I asked them if I could just have my college money instead of going to college and use it to fund a film and nice. of course, <laughs> and I'm sure they're totally pleased. With that, <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah. So it took it took a little convincing, but uh, I think finally they realized that no matter whether what they said, I was going to do it anyways. So, yeah. um, so anyways, I did that. I made this feature film. It was called Living Life. It was a drama. Um, I actually filmed a lot of it uh, down here in Puyallup. Oh, okay. um, at the house here, nice. um, and uh, it was uh, it, it was an amazing learning experience. I basically, you know, I hired like. And a professional crew it wasn't like my friends. It was like adults that worked in the film industry. You know, I was probably the youngest person on the set. But what happened is after the film got released to the public, all these other young filmmakers kind of started hearing about this story and reached out to me, kind of thinking that I'd become rich now or something. I'd made this film, you know, <laughs> asking me to read their scripts and fund their films. I was like, wait, I, I can't help you. But but there's so but I realized there's so many other young people out there like this who have films but have nowhere to have them screened. And so. I kind of got together with some of those filmmakers and we just said like let's not let's just start a festival for young directors because there was nothing like it and so that's really how nifty was born was kind of through that process of being a young filmmaker and not having anywhere to screen your film and at first it was just gonna be like a little fun project on the side let's do this festival and then it just exploded we started getting hundreds and hundreds of entries wow. you know thousands of people coming to the festival and now this will be its sixth year uh we're screening 222 films from probably 40 different states and almost 20 different countries. Excellent. We might have close to 10,000 people in attendance over the long weekend. It's the last weekend of April. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just become this amazing event, showcasing kind of that next generation of uh, filmmakers. And you really are, you know, this, this festival is really kind of coming into fruition at a perfect time with the accessibility of equipment. It's amazing that I guess no one had even come up with this concept prior to this. I mean, you were really kind of on the cutting edge yeah, I think it makes perfect sense too that it was it took young people to create this thing for young people, and I think that's partly why the young people who attend it and even the adults realize this is something special. It's not like corporate or like some adults trying to do something to help the kids. This is like young people just trying to do something for their peers and get their own work out there. And I think the thing that people are also really impressed by is a lot of people hear about our festival and like, oh, that's a children's festival or that's a kids festival, but really it's not at all. I mean, there's screenings who are, that are programmed for young kids and families but there's a lot of films that aren't appropriate for young kids and there's also just these amazing films in the festival that you would never realize while watching it that's by a young person i mean the shorts in this festival are just as good as the short programs at sif or sundance and a lot of those things like we really have like the next spielbergs and the next next scorsese's like these the top directors literally from around the world yeah we're finding their films and screening them so uh it's 
it's something that a lot of people, until they've experienced it, they don't really realize quite how unique it is. Okay, so what are the official dates of the festival? Sure. So Nifty is April 26th through 29th. And so it's a Thursday through Sunday. There's film screenings all day long, basically. It's at the SIF Cinema uptown in Queen Anne in Seattle. And then new for this year, we've created this thing called the Future of Film Expo. And that's basically, it's hard to describe, but it's it's a brand new thing where it's almost like a combination of a trade show, a college fair, and a conference. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have exhibitor booths. So like Canon, Panasonic, other technology companies, film schools from all over the country. There'll be panels and workshops, like Film 101 hands-on demos, and that's all free and open to the public. And that's at the Seattle Center Exhibition Hall all day Friday and Saturday. Of that. So basically we decided in the middle of this festival, let's put a put some sort of educational expo to, to kind of support the young filmmakers or even like the adult filmmakers that, that are around the Seattle area. It's, uh, it's, it's, we've never done it before, so we're excited to see how it goes, but I think it's gonna be awesome. Now, going back to the films you're showing this year, what surprises do you have in store for us? Is there any like film in particular, for instance, that really kind of stood out to you? Yeah, so I mean, there's obviously some amazing films at the festival. Uh, we have our opening night screening, which is kind of the best of the best. Uh, there's this, there's actually these two films uh, from Germany that are kind of like these like b-boy breakdance like uh, like drama comedy like it's it's hard to even describe it's everything it's everything but they're so amazing and so well done and then there's there's this film that looks like it was made literally for like 50 million dollars but it was made for a couple hundred and it was this college kid he basically spent like a year and a half like compositing and doing visual effects on this film and produced this thing that was just unbelievable and unreal. It's kind of good. It's almost like it feels like Lost or something like that. It's mm -hmm. just, it starts with this like plane crashing and kind of goes back in time through this guy's life and this, the decisions and choices that led up to that. Um, but it's it, it's it's kind of just uh, it's just epic to watch and kind of unbelievable. There's just there's just hundreds of those kind of every film is so different. Um, our schedule goes live uh, in just about a week on the website uh, nifty.org. And uh, you can just browse all the different films and see there's really something for everyone of all ages. It sounds like really a weekend of this amazing creativity that yep. rivals any other festival that you go to, Cannes, Sundance, the, the big ones. It, mm -hmm. it just the stories you're telling me, it, it, it makes me really hope that I can, I can make it this year. And uh, I hope listeners will mark their calendars April 26th to the 29th and uh, make it out as well. So. Um, if you want to find out more, uh, Nifty is on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. And you can buy tickets at nfty.org. Mr. Harris, thank you so much for being here. And I hope it's another brilliant festival for you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. And thank you, listeners, for tuning into the Movie Buzz once again. Adios.
back on volcano radio adam what did we just hear uh we just heard carletta Souquet, and i'm gonna butcher this uh Do song it. title it's Do it. uh, called pas le meme oh, i think you nailed it oh probably yeah i don't speak any of it so e- I don't, I don't email matt driscoll if i got that wrong we are joined uh by one doug Mackey of mr black watch <laughs> and um his his drumming companion uh, mr joe wood there you go. Yeah, see, you I, got rem- it right. I remember the name. <laughs> um, and they are here because Mr. Blackwatch <laughs> is playing uh, O'Malley's on St. Patty's Day. That's going to be quite a crowd. <sighs> you guys ready for that? No. Oh, he's getting naked. He's taking it off. Yeah, that's, oh. that's good we're, podcast. We're as ready. Actually, we were, yeah, so we are ready. We were pre-functioning a little bit. We've, we've The pre-function has begun. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting ready. tuned up we're for ready. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you really got to gear yourself up for that. I mean, that's not that's no fucking around. That's St. Patrick's Day. Well, it's it's St. Patrick's at Day. O'Malley's. At O'Malley's. I mean, they fall down and get drunk there anyways. Right. So, right. St. Patrick's Day. It's we're like, going to pick them back up and get them drunker. Yes. And then they can fall down again. <laughs> yes. I want I want flatline. I don't, I don't want on the ground. I want I want EKG. Um so it's good. You guys are geared up. Uh, I guess for the for for you know maybe we're just jumping into things. Maybe we, first of all, you should tell us a little bit about the band. Ooh, that's who a, is Mr. Blackwatch? Well, well, that's a the the question could be who is the band, and the question is who is Mr. Blackwatch himself? Right. It's a two part question. I was wondering okay. why he ends up this jacket. And well, that's because on answer, the back, answer the second the, part. If you first. can see, yeah, sorry. This, oh, what the band? Now you, you see the cow. This is the part where uh, Doug. Shows You'll us, always see the cow. Shows off his t-shirt. Can you see Mr. Blackwatch here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kinda. Oh, I see. It's one of those pictures where if you stare... I got it. Okay. okay. So, right. so, well, this is, yeah. This is, uh, in, this is bad radio, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Classically bad. Show yeah. Showing pictures, do it. standing up, showing pictures on a shirt. That's what so we're all So the about. second part was who's in the band or who's... Who well, just Mr. what's the deal with the band, man? What's the deal? <laughs> Give it well, up, okay. man. Really, really, really quick. Mr. Blackwatch is our manager. He is from outer space. He's from a band, uh, from a planet called Boca, which uh, he crashed off the Westport coast in 95 or so, um, or 94, something like that. And, And he extorted a friend of mine and I who were writing a screenplay as a vehicle for Brendan Fraser. Mm. Oh, I love this was at, this was at the height of Brendan Fraser's popularity. This, yeah, good point. 
Mm-hmm. Very, very, very good. Coming point. right off of Encino Man. Yeah, that's right. Encino, exactly. Encino Man, uh, school ties. Yeah. So, so, so he he uh, crash landed, and we think of space uh, space aliens as these sort of all knowing, powerful, you know, ray beam sort of guys. Well, he didn't apparently couldn't fix his spaceship; it sunk, and he was stuck in Westport. And he found us <gasps> in a motel writing the screenplay. So he started to, ex- and he found a. Uh, uh, Somehow got a brochure for Boca Raton, Florida as a warm um, vacation destination. And he sort of was confused and thought that was a way to get back to his home planet. And he found a condo in Boca for $320,000. So long and short of it, he tried to extort my friend Craig and I, to extort Brendan for the $320,000 to get the condo. Are you, are you with me? Steve? Yeah, that all yeah. makes that all makes yeah. a lot of sense to I mean, me. Yeah, um, <laughs> happens all the time. Mu- musically, <laughs> musically, where yeah. do you, where are you guys okay. coming from? Right. Well, that didn't work, and Brandon was upset by that whole idea. So, Understandably. So right. when I eventually moved back to Tacoma, um, where I was born and raised, he thought that maybe he should manage a band because at that point, uh, Nirvana, the grunge scene, was popular. There was a lot of money to be made, so he thought he would form a band. So he became our band manager. And uh, so we formed the band, uh, you know, we called it Mr. Blackwatch because that's what he suggested. And you do what he says. He's yeah, the manager. Pretty much. pretty much. He was the manager. So we lived in my basement and he's still around. He's still around. So now it takes 10% actually, of your earnings. Yeah. Oh, God, he's so ineffectual in so ma- on so many levels. But anyway, so the, so, so the band was formed by, by Mr. Blackwatch and, and Joe and I are sort of founding members of the band. And that was years ago. That was in in the early almost almost like eighteen years ago or something. So 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 we formed Isn't this that, band. It has been that long. I know you're thinking like, God, has it been that long? Yeah, I'm doing the yeah. math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. It was uh, so. So do you get to see his face, or do you have to talk to him in a box no. like Charlie's Angels? No, oh. no, 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 no. Well, he well, he used to sleep on my sofa. He actually used to live behind uh, the donut shop on Thirty Eighth Street. Um, anybody remember that? It was. Um, Drawing a blank on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. But, I'm, I yeah, am too. Anyway, uh, so musically, ask him more music, because that can go Hey, what does your band sound like? <laughs> oh, boy. Man. Is it me, or is Adam really loud? Yeah. He's really loud. Well, oh. he should. Well, he's got the longest side. Oh, uh, you're loud. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. That's how you get that uh, you're loud. <laughs> your mom is loud. What does it sound what? like? <laughs> Oh, it's all over the place. Is this where we cut to the? It's like this Can interview. No, you know, I mean, I, I think, no. uh, I think the <laughs> listeners are getting a good indication of what, yeah, yes, yeah. what they can expect. So, the, so there's there there are a couple things. There's the original music, um, which I guess is sort of affected by, I guess the Who and Pink Floyd and oh, nice and um, or at least the drugs they were on. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Mm-hmm. Very well. Um, and then there's the covers that we do which are just really a function of my insecurity as a songwriter and wanting to be popular and, and but uh, but i th- but and the, the covers range from everything from cole porter we do a cole porter song we do a song from mary poppins um we do the jefferson's theme now um, um does the alien nice. guy get any input on uh, the material or do you have creative control over we, we we give him the impression that he has control. Okay. Are you worried that he's listening right now? He, well, I, because that means he has some knowledge of technology. He, mm. he he we don't even know why he came from his planet because he 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 could have been sent here because he was a criminal or he could have been which I doubt. He could have been ostracized. He, it certainly wasn't his own doing because when he got here he's he's He's, he's, a, he's an idiot. Well, he's, if he he's couldn't kind of, fix the spaceship, then he's not. He can't fix the spaceship. Yeah. He, can't, he can't do much he's, of anything. He's kind of like a, a grandparent. Like, he doesn't know how to download a podcast. He got a condo in Boca mm-hmm. Raton. Exactly. You know? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Good point. so yeah. just to, to go back into the horse shit again, that stuff. <laughs> it's a podcast. It, horse shit. It's a podcast. Right. On the internet. Go back into the horse shit again. For example, he sends Brendan Fraser a thing and he says, Doug and Craig are writing the screenplay. I have put them in a sequestration pod. And unless you send me $320,000, I will not release them from the sequestration pod. Well, what he did is he put... Uh, uh, Craig had a, a, a Chrysler K car. He put us in the K car, and he locked the doors, and he closed the doors. Now, mm. we're on the inside. We can unlock the doors and get out. Mm. 
Oh, what so an idiot. He's obviously not listening. But, to and because, podcast. of course, because Brendan Fraser is a student of physics, he saw through the ruse immediately. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I think he was, you know, he was working with, with, with Iacocca on the actual door locking <laughs> mechanisms and yes. understood that we could, we could actually escape. You know, we, we, we can uh, sit here and, and badmouth Mr. Blackwatch's uh, mental acumen all we want, but the, the He's fact He's a beautiful is, guy. The fact is, he was savvy enough to book you guys at O'Malley's on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's doing something right. It's a manager. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is... Uh, the most despondent... I think he's crying. Interview. Can you get him a tissue, Bandita? <laughs> well, um... Ask Joe a question. Joe. Actually, he's been asking questions to both of us, and I've just been d- does this Does his recollection of events sound accurate to you? Oh, it's, it's spot on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what went down. It continues to do so. Um, now, the deal with O'Malley's, from what I understand, it uh, the music starts at like 11 in the morning and goes till everybody just passes out at about... I think so, uh, yeah. Where are yeah. you guys fitting in? We're at 2 that? o'clock. 2, 2 p.m. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, will Mr. Blackwatch be in attendance? Does he go to shows? He, Sometimes? as far as I know, will he, he? It's been a while since he's been out, so I don't think he will be at that show. But he, he will definitely be at some shows in the future because as we sort of resurrect our interest in playing music and going out and doing this again, it, it, at this point, really, you know, you say he booked this show. Josh came up to me. Josh Norris came up to me and said, "Hey, do you want to play a show?" Wow! And and he thought I was playing drums in another band. Actually, <laughs> oh, how so, disappointed he must have been yeah. so, to find so out. Sometimes we go, hey, you guys want to play? What Ryan Purcell in the last round? Uh, no, I'm not playing drums with them anymore. But you can have my band. Ah, that straight up trade. That's Black Watch is still God. You know, you guys have pull. Doug Mackey is the band. It doesn't matter what band. No, 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 no. It's not Mr. Blackwatch. Joe is Mr. Blackwatch. There, there, there is no Mr. Blackwatch without Joe. True story. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. There no, were, this you brought, is, you brought, this is you brought, touching. Yeah, it is. You brought up a, a, an interesting point, and it was something I want to t- touch on, that you guys disappeared for a while. You were, you were we gone did, yeah. from yeah. the scene, yeah. and now you're back. Yeah. What the hell happened there? Well, we had a bass player named Pat Marshall who died. Okay, that sounds a whole lot more uh, serious than the uh, than the alien talk. Yeah, well, th- that depressed the alien a little bit. Yeah, um, and then after that, it just uh, it just uh, there was just a, some ether. Yeah. Just, uh, How long has ether. it been? How long has it been? And when did you kind of emerge back on the scene? Because it hasn't been that long. Two thousand, I think two thousand three was the last time we wow. were doing. So about thing. nine years ago. Yeah. Now, Joe and I played a show under the name of Mackie Wood in August at the Spar. Right. Uh, last yeah. August, which was a great show. Um, and we had Justin McDonald playing bass, who is uh, from uh, Jet City Fix and a bunch know, about of three other bands, bands yeah, that yeah. tour. And my friend Evan Purcell, who is going to be playing lead guitar on, on this show, too. Well, um, I understand you brought some tunes in. We did. Should we get? Should we give folks a taste of uh, of, of what we just attempted to describe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah what well, what did you bring in? What, what okay, the 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 song that I think will be played first is called Orange, and uh, that it's is a short a, one. It's a short one. It's about a a superhero who uh, has all these magical powers, but he nevertheless cannot find a word to rhyme with orange that will um, that will gain the love of the woman that he. That he fancies. Naturally. Wonder Boy, you want to play that right now? And then we'll come back with Doug Mackey. And. Well, my Spanish hands is tingling when you took up your smoke. My web and stand you as you turn in your flock. You thought I was Peter. I had the last laugh, girly. Being radioactive makes me so squirrely. I wanted to write a song that would rhyme with orange. You said you'd love me if I rhyme with orange. Love conquers all except a rhyme with orange.
my computer, eating my pills. Dylan, Dylan gave me such a thrill. Smashing their limbs, crushing their balls. This damn city's gotten too corrupt. I can do it all, cause I'm a freak of nature. I get off, I get off on being in the danger. We're back on Volcano Radio. Uh, Doug, remind everybody what we just heard. Uh, that was Orange, a song called Orange. And in fact, nothing rhymes with Orange. No, Is that you true? Know, you I, could, I well, feel like something must rhyme with Orange. Door well, that, orange? Well, there's a door, storm. Mm, no, no, it doesn't quite. See? Hmm. Uh, you know, if, if, if something rhymed with Orange... Song would not have been written. That's true. Um, Mr. I did Bla- my research. You yeah, know, Mr. Blackwatch is still in studio. We, we've got Doug Mackey and, and Joe Wood, and I keep Adam. forgetting to say Joe's Joe's name because he's the drummer, and that's you just, just said it. naturally that the drummer the chicks gets uh, the drummer. Yeah. Yeah. drummer's kid. Yeah. Do you get Do you get a lot of action being the drummer? No, no, <laughs> zero action. No, I just got to haul a bunch of gear. <laughs> Liar. Is that is that mean? Uh, by haul a bunch of gear, do you mean? Uh, that's a euphemism, yeah. right? For uh, pulling right. a lot of ass. Right. A lot of awesome. strange. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> oh, that's underused. That is nice. underused. Thank yeah. you. Nice pants. Uh, um, Mr. Blackwatch is still in the studio, but we're going to attempt to yes. do a, kind of a, a, a tricky transition here and move uh, the conversation into the fact that it is Bandito's birthday, Bandito Betty's birthday, and mm. she's joined us. Um, and we're, we're... Who's doing that? <laughs> Who's doing oh. that? Who do you think is doing it? I stuff? thought it was him, but I couldn't see. It was like coming. It was like he was throwing his voice. Oh, yeah. Officially, Bandito, how uh, how Who's old are that? you today? I officially, I'm 35 years old. And how how does it? God Almighty. <laughs> yep. Impossible. How does it how does it feel? I mean, is it like a? Does it, it feel like you good. thought it would? Breath of fresh air. Uh, I'm still the same loser I was when I was 25. So no, it feels great. Feels great. Yeah, you still look like you're 25. So. I know. That makes you a winner. Instantaneous. Settle down, Stefan. Oh, no, okay. um, <laughs> you know, Stefan. Stefan, I wanna 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 meet you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wanna meet you, meet you, meet you. You can meet me on um, this couch in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. It dawns on it dawns on me that you know while. Uh, us in this room, we're all very comfortable with the with the Stefan Bandito dynamic. Uh, you know, perhaps our listeners don't understand where Bandito comes from. <gasps> I have no idea. That's a fantastic question. Well, Should we try to answer that? Heaven. <laughs> yes, she fell out of the sky. Uh, well, where did yeah. you get the name? And very quickly, you. It, I used to be a porn star. You did not know that. Oh, that's right. Yes, I, that was my porn star name. That was one rumor yes. that was going around. It's amazing that a porn person can be a star and no one knows who they are. <laughs> how, how is that exactly? Can, can you be something other than a star if you're involved in porn? Are she's porn had the like, name. Uh, they're fluffers, I guess. She's had the name forever. Yeah. Oh. I, um, we, I used to live in Germany and I had a cap gun gang with four other friends and we were all banditos. And since I was the only female, I was bandito Betty. Uh, Everything about that sounds fake, but no, it's uh, completely true. No, true. I don't believe right. there is That's a country called true. Germany. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell is that about? You're making this shit up. Yeah. It's completely uh, true. What is the what is the genesis, real quickly, if you can, of the Derosa Bandito Benny relationship? Because infamous I mean, Derosa Bandito relationship. Yeah, I met her three days after I moved here at a roller rink. And she took you under her her yeah, wing I and stalked mm-hmm. her on MySpace, and we wrote back and forth, and then. She it was love. Her kid on me for a couple weeks mm-hmm. when she went to Texas, and we've been. It's a beautiful ever thing. Since. Be- well, well, happy birthday! Thank, <laughs> thank you for you. Thank, uh, you very much. thank you for coming in. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, we prepared this cake for you. <laughs> oh, it looks. 
looks delicious. Look at it. Look at how many candles there are. Mm. A lot of candles. That is awesome. It's Thank pretty. you for baking it. Yeah. Oh, it's no problem. It's the least I could do, honestly. Yeah. You really have a <laughs> you so have a, a flowery thumb. I do. I butter. Look, it's I need to get it checked out, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. It shouldn't it's be that flowery. Not serious. Yeah. yeah, well, you know. Um I understand that uh <laughs> Adam and Bandito recently rode the bus together. We were discussing. Mm-hmm. I think we. I was not aware that uh, Bandito yes. Betty was on the bus. Um, I, I, I wish I could trying. go back and get the text. I got. <laughs> I was trying to go to work, and we were stopped right there by House of Tattoo, and the Reverend here jumped on the bus, yeah. attempted to pay in all change, small, small amounts of change. It's jammed in the machine. Yeah. So much so that somebody. Hold, the hold bus, on. <laughs> Whose fault is that? The bus driver you actually can't... asked if somebody had a knife. Yes. <laughs> You remember this now? Yeah, so that I could yeah. fucking so we could jam. So that I could just end it all right yeah. there. That was the most embarrassing I thing. I wish I would have had a knife because I would have stabbed. And but didn't you end up getting off the I bus, Adam? I had to jump off. Well, no, no, he stayed. Oh. I jumped off the bus and ran behind him and kind of maybe elbowed him a little bit on the way out. Well, it's really not that much of a ran the rest of the way. It's to not work. really that much of a coincidence because there is only apparently the bus. There's just, it's just one the bus. one. Oh yeah, one bus. It's miserable. So, I mean, one bus. But but that is not my fault. That is not my fault. <laughs> How is that not your fault? You can't tell me that the bus service does not expect people to get on there with change. Pennies? Right? Like, no, not pennies. It was I'm not pennies. Sure it was pennies. It, it was not pennies. You pulled a big old sack out. It was nickels and dimes. It was Canadian and, coins. And yeah. Was it predominantly? There was a like Chuck E. Cheese token in there. Car wash <laughs> token. How much does it cost to ride the bus at this point? Two dollars. It was two dollars wow. in nickels and dimes. Not, not all in nickels and dimes. I, I swear. To How God, many quarters? I did not do that. <laughs> How many quarters? I don't remember. Well, I do. I do not remember. Was there at least five quarters? No, this was a couple no weeks way. ago. A few no weeks way. ago. Wasn't there still snow on the ground or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Everyone was having a miserable time, and I jammed up the machine because that's just my luck. And now, Bandito Betty's well, confronting me know is two on blocks, this podcast. <laughs> two blocks prior to that, the police actually like stopped up straight, the very same bus serious. and had us pull over so that we could wait for somebody to get on the bus. So that was the first incident, and then you came along. <laughs> And just, and just ruined everyone. Were day, you apparently. on your way to officiating a ceremony, being a reverend and all? I've actually never done that. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm available. I'm available because I am a reverend. I, 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 I it's easy to become seven weddings. Uh, apparently, yeah. You just log on to Universal you Life Church and plug in your name. And boom, and you're a reverend. And call yourself a reverend. Yeah. I, I married Joe and his wife. I yeah, well, I one so. of my many marriages. <laughs> <laughs> How did that one work out that I performed? Uh, you know, okay, the same as the rest of them. Okay, the rest of them. <laughs> you're, you're my only. I got a collection. You're my only pending divorce in all all my ceremonies. Yeah, yeah. So so far, Bandito, has your has your birthday been what you hoped it would? More specifically, has this trip to Volcano Radio it's, lived up it's to? Been fantastic. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Always entertaining. Absolutely. I'm not sure anybody's listening at this point, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been good we, nonetheless. We lost them around Boca Raton, I think. <laughs> yeah. You lost yeah, me around Boca Raton, I'm that's sorry. for sure. I'm sorry. Oh, I knew that would happen. I'm just kidding. It's you, true, though. You I have don't, to tell the look, story, Doug. Look, the fact that we are our managers from outer space is not something I... It's just the way it is. It's better not to hide from it. You yeah. know, it's because then uh, people say, "Why aren't you talking about the alien that's your right, manager?" You exactly. Right, exactly. You know what? Well, you'll to you'll see him. I mean, this on the back of this is a photograph. This is not uh, an illustration. On the back of your T-shirt. God, now I'm convinced, and I'm trying to get vi- uh, convince people that there's a space alien. It's sounding very suspicious now. The more you talk about it, yeah, at first I believed it. I've yeah, got footage of him in, in bed with two Japanese boys smoking cigarettes after sex. Well, it's, well that's, that's true. That proves it. Video. I got video of that. And that you didn't it. bring that because I can. Okay. We gotta we gotta burn it. We gotta. Yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe Joe is the technical guru of Mr. Blackwatch. So I have it on that's VHS. Right. Happy birthday, Panty. Yeah. 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 Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> uh, are we gonna go out on some music this week, Adam? We are. Uh, the first song we're gonna hear is "Volcano" by Taco Cat. That's oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah. yeah, they're good, right? I actually have a, a, a short story to do tell. Oh, how short? Yeah, we yeah, got fifty-one it. seconds. <laughs> I was listening to sports radio because I have that affliction, and and um, there was a personality on sports radio that they were. It was a producer, or a guy who does sound effects or something. They were taking pity on him. He doesn't get dates, and so they were submitting calls for dates. And the drummer for Taco Cat hmm. called up and got a date with a with the guy on sports radio. So there's a sports radio personality who is dating or will date or has dated the drummer 
for Taco Cat. That's wow. my Taco Cat. That's, that's my Taco Cat. That was trivia. a good story. Yeah. I like that. that, was, that was I like good. that. Topical. I approve. And then uh, after that, we're going to hear a song by uh, Mr. Blackwatch. What song is that going to be? It's called Hurtin', and it's long and ponderous. But if you turn it up really loud, put on headphones, and get baked. Yeah. It, it, will, it, will, it will it will it will take you i'm halfway will, there that's good advice yeah. for this whole podcast it will, it will take you to floydian heights yes well um let's thanks everyone for coming in this week i think that was at least uh top three like top seven four. out of ten yeah <laughs> two and a half stars i think it was a two and a half star effort yeah. top three who nice. are the other two uh, it was like uh, 20 <laughs> if it's fisticuffs you want <laughs> i am your man so thanks everyone thanks everyone for listening and let's go out on some music
Get out, get active, get involved. The Weekly Volcano has everything you need to get started. Next time you're searching for something fun to do, turn to the Weekly Volcano's comprehensive arts and entertainment calendar or the Volcano's exhaustive South Sound live local music listings. Both available every Thursday in print and online at weeklyvolcano.com. Everyone is doing it, and now you can too. 